Hello, I'm your host, Kathy Chester, and welcome to the Move It or Lose It podcast, a podcast about all things that move the mind, body, and soul. The Move It or Lose It podcast is for information, awareness, and inspirational purposes only. I am not a doctor, and I don't even play one on TV. So please consult with your doctor before making any medical decisions. The views expressed by advertisers, guests, or contributors are their opinions and not necessarily the views of the Move It or Lose It podcast. Hello, welcome to another edition of Move It or Lose It. So today we are really excited to have a psychologist that I've really wanted to get on. We played some games trying to get her on, but we are very excited to have Dr. Tolliver Scott. Did I say it right? Kind of, Mm -hmm. sort of. Okay. Mm -hmm. So um, lots of reasons why, lots of things that you guys know, if you've listened to the podcast, I always love to discuss the things that people don't discuss. And with MS and our autoimmune diseases, we know that there's a lot of things the last few years, especially with our psychologists, with the things that we've been dealing with, whether it's sexual dysfunction, whether it's um, a lot of mental things that we've really needed to go over. And so Dr. Scott, I'm so excited to have you on to bring some of these things up to the forefront. Some things that I think we've been more open to discuss, but still a lot that are, are afraid to discuss this, afraid to go in and admit some things. And so I'm, I'm really looking forward to you shedding some light on what you do, how you got into it, and the fact that you yourself have MS, I think is, is such a big thing and, and such a, I believe, such an, an open environment for us with autoimmune diseases to come to someone who really understands what we have, which is something that I feel when I'm training my clients they they are able to express and and they look at me and I, and I'll say I get it I understand where you're at let's take a couple minutes and just breathe yes so I like that um you know I love you know going in and diving right in especially when it comes to uh you know persons with MS like ourselves and so but I want to make one correction I am studying um, as far as right now with my EPPP to become a licensed psychologist. Mm-hmm. You sound like my mom, though. She's like, no, 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 we're going to say it. We're going to claim it. You know? <laughs> That's right. I've already said it. You've already said it. Yes. So that means it's, it's happening. Soon. It is. It's, happen. it's already there. So, but in Jesus' name, it's there. It's there. <laughs> it is there. So, but yeah, I, I am, you know, right now studying for my EPPP I finished everything that that was required is just mm-hmm. to take that test so but I'm so and don't let me you know probably get off topic of what was the question because <laughs> that no. can happen but um but yeah I think that when it comes to uh you know with us with people with MS I think that we're kind of misunderstood and throughout the process of and if you look at like my social media you know Mm -hmm. I put it out there that you know I'm studying from HPP but I am an expert in the area of sexual intimacy for MS uh patients or persons with MS um and that's because I've done the years of research throughout for my dissertation I've talked to like my neurologist I've picked his brain on these things to try to figure out you know 
it's a touchy touchy subject and a topic that a lot of people don't want to go into but we we discuss those things right um I can remember when I was bringing up that topic for my dissertation to my uh my mentor and at the university and and she was kind of like, are you sure? Like, why would you pick that? Are you sure? Like, I don't know if that's going to pass. I don't know if that's going to pass RV. But the university was amazing with Good. as far as with the IRB, the um, my committee. I worked with them closely to make sure that everything was being gun- done in good taste. And yes. so, and that's what they were really worried about too. And so I was like, no, don't worry. Like we discussed these things. Like, you know, I can right. remember going to my local MS support group and we had um, a whole topic on this. We were just sitting yeah. down talking and it was just like, you know, eating and drinking and being merry and talking right. about this. And so they were like, are you sure? And I'm like, I'm positive. They always have like this misconception is that just because you have MS is that, you know, we're disabled. Right. We're, we're just like everyone else. We just have another, an added, an right. added, an added just topic on us, an added title to us. Um, and so it was something that we went, you know, we went and hit full force into me and my mentor. And I had to go even further, of course, to do all the extra research and then contact a member of the um, National Multiple Sclerosis Society, mm-hmm. uh, um, doctor into that area. And just to make sure that I was on the right path, just to make sure that I was doing all the research possible and finding out and also talking to uh, MS patients and right. talking to um talking to my participants you know and digging right in um to see where where do they find the problem at when it comes to sexual intimacy after being diagnosed right so so when you when you did that when you because I know I I've done a podcast where I did separately I did it just for with men and then I did it with women where do you find with women is the most common um, sexual dysfunction or where they are the most aggravated, where they feel like, um, I'm just, it's just not happening for me. This is the most embarrassing. This is the most frustrating. So the number one thing that I had a lot of, of, you know, MS patients, less participants talk about was a vaginal lubricant, mm-hmm. um, situations that they would have to, you know, go out and it was embarrassing, of course, for them to even discuss it with their, sure. their partners to want to say that they need, uh, some extra help in that area for vaginal lubrication. And the number two, uh, that a lot were going into after the number one was they were experiencing more physical pain as far as within mm-hmm. their legs and the cramps. And, and so that was another thing, an issue that, you know, that would prevent them from performing as they, as they thought they were performing right. well before being diagnosed as, you know, compared to after being diagnosed. Uh, and that was mostly, of course, within the area of women. Right. Um, I'm surprised that women would be that uncomfortable with lubricant. Yes, it was. And I tell you, when, as I was doing the interviews and going through research and asking, and it was to a point where I was like, that's, that's something I never thought that. Right. I'd be more afraid of pain. I mean, I'm just being honest. That was number three. Right. I'd be like, oh my gosh, I'm going to pee. That would be my most fearful thing. I'm going to pee all over. 
That would be my most afraid thing. Yeah, that was, that. no, I would say that would be number four. Number three was more in the area of um, vaginal pain as far as with mm-hmm. muscles, like, you know, restricting. And yeah. so it, yeah, that that was a little bit down the line <laughs> as far as with pain. <laughs> I wonder if it's because most women don't want to admit it. Yeah, most, they, I was shocked that they admitted towards the vaginal lubrication, but I didn't have very many that were having issues with, um, with peeing Uh as far as with, uh, with sexual intimacy, but. Cause I always think you really don't have MS unless you've gone somewhere and just peed out of nowhere. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you are. You're right. (laughs) You have to have some embarrassing moment where you're at Target or somewhere oh, yeah. you're just like I don't know what happened but yeah that happened so it happened yeah you right. are correct it happened you're like oh I sneezed I don't know what that was yeah. but <laughs> it's just there so that's so interesting so did you find that women um because I know for like the women that I've talked to about this that we've done like podcasts and stuff mm-hmm. really find it difficult with sensation so they'll have a lot of numb like I know I struggle with this numb spots not that wasn't that wasn't something that was heavily talked about okay um it was mostly you know the lubrication pain um Mm -hmm. I had some that say that they would experience pain during uh sexual intimacy but it wasn't more say towards the numbness at all Uh, interesting and of course that beats everything is going to go more towards the communication that they will have to do with their partners because some were getting to a point to where they were feeling like their partners were kind of tired of hearing like the same old thing like you know I don't not tonight like I don't want to do this tonight like I don't I'm not in the mood like I can't do this um and there was more of you know one the embarrassment of them to even have to say if their partner asked them why Mm. you know and then also you know, going more into, I just can't, like, this is just something that's happening, but that was, that beats everything, because as soon as, you know, they would go into the area of having to communicate um, with their partner about what's going on with this, then boom, you know, they Mm. start, of course, the tears come, they start crying, which is understandable, Sure. Um, and they, you know, were feeling like they weren't being heard, they weren't being understood, you know, they were, you know, somewhat of feeling like a burden, yeah, um, to a point, so, but that, that beat everything for me, you know, they're kind of torn between this this thing that we carry you know right with us which is it's not it's not us it's just a part of us a small piece and so right it's to a point to where you know having to actually communicate and them feeling like they've disappointed their part sure now what about the men what did you find with the men oh number one thing overall was um ed like it was always ed yeah and I will admit the men that were um, answering the questions and and Uh also fully agreed to go full blown and made it through the full process of qualifying for uh, my research study for the dissertation. Uh it was almost to a point to where they were like okay this is just us on here yes it's just us it's confidential okay Uh well um I would almost didn't even want to do this because you know men they they don't want to talk about them disclosing right and especially not talking about erectile dysfunction sure and so um but that was the number one thing I only had uh maybe one participant that talked about 
more of um you know the peeing aspect of right peeing, right but, um other than that you know that was it it was the main thing of erectile yeah. dysfunction interesting um, now when I did mine I remember Dr. Scott that they the men were just very very worried that it would be up on YouTube the women were like it's fine but the men were like, ours will not be on YouTube. I'm like, you're fine. It won't go on YouTube. Yeah. So I found that that was just, again, an embarrassment. They didn't want that on YouTube, which I totally yeah. understood. and didn't yeah. want them to feel embarrassed. I wanted them to freely be able to speak about. And I was honestly very honored that they did speak about a lot of the things. And the guys that were older really gave me an insight on, um, you know, just that sometimes it's okay just to be in bed and, and snuggle at that point. Mm -hmm. And I thought, you know, very interesting, you know, way to think of it at that time, at that point. Are you battling a chronic illness like multiple sclerosis and know it's time to add exercise program and movement to your body in order for you to have the best health and independence for you? I am so excited to announce the launch of my new program, Damn It, a disrupt, move and transform program. For us, autoimmune warriors, with a trainer, me, who really gets it, you can participate in either virtual one-on-one -on -one training, virtual group training, or both. To find out more on how you or loved one can benefit from this training, email me, msdisrupted at gmail.com. Message me on Facebook or Instagram at msdisrupted. Look at the website, msdisrupted.com. Take a look. Can't wait to hear your feedback. Can't wait to see your face. So you've done that. And then also talk to me about your diagnosis was in 2014. Is that correct? Yes. Um, that was a, it was a lengthy process. To me, it was, but yeah, it was. How did that come to you? How did. So back in, back then I was working for uh, uh, Estee Lauder corporations for a clinic. And of course, I was I had a client book doing makeup, and hand just dropped the brush and oh. hit the client, and then, <laughs> you know, hit her cheek, hit the floor, and I was like, "Hold on, something's wrong." And then I started having like that numbness in my hand, mm -hmm. and so I would tell like I would tell my husband, my mom, like, "It's something wrong. Like I don't know what it is, but it's something wrong with me." But I yeah. can't figure it out. And so finally, I went to a neurologist here. And he, um, he got me in for MRI, but he couldn't read it to me. I don't know if he was just so busy or what was going on. So he asked me, he was like, do you want the number one, number two, or number three in our state? And I was like, okay, give me more background because of course right. I don't want the number one, but where do right. I have to go to get to the number one? Right. And so when he told me that, um, okay, he said, well, you're not the number one who is in a lot of the research and who looks at, you know, a lot of research and with medication and everything. Right. So Dr. Legank. And so I and was so like, he had already told you, you had multiple sclerosis. No, he did not. Oh, he did not. yeah. Okay. He didn't read it off to me. And so he referred me to Dr. Legank. And when I got to Dr. Legank office, mm -hmm. it was December 22nd of 2014. Always around the holiday. Always time. around the holidays. And so he got me back in the Mine was Mother's Day. See? It's always. Holiday. Always. We'll never forget it. And so Dr. Legank pulled me back and he was like, hey, you know, 
were were your results read to you or anything like you know he's like because I know you were you wrote in the paperwork that you were trying to see if you had it I had already gone through a spinal tap too back in my city and they still didn't yeah they still didn't like pinpoint and tell me and Dr. Legang was like okay I'm gonna take you in my office and in his office where his desk was and computer and all he's like I'm gonna pull up your your MRI and I'm gonna read this to you and so we went in there he let me sit at the desk and he stood up and he was like this is where you have a lesion you have a lot of lesions on this side and I was like what like what is going on and I yeah. still didn't process then and so he said okay let's go back into the exam room so we walked back in and he's like you have multiple sclerosis and he's like your prayers have been answered of trying to figure out what's going on with you and I was like oh my god your prayers so, have been answered like what? I couldn't figure out what was going right. on and I told him I don't know if this is MS I don't know if this I don't know what's going on but I need right. to know some answers yeah and it was just um it was amazing to hear to pinpoint what it is yeah but then I have a I have a first cousin who has MS also okay and so um hers is primary progressive okay and so um have you seen that yours has been um similar to what she had no okay no no no. um so yeah I would have like the brain fog I would have uh the chronic pain I still have the chronic pain and the brain fog and stuff especially when I'm tired yes um so I try to stay on the go Dr. Legank has made sure that he's like as long as you move around you do different things exercise whatever you need to do now I need to get back into exercising my husband hello right here Yes, what I do. So, um, but yeah, but I boohoo cried. I really thought my yeah. life was over. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I boohoo cried in his office. He was like, "Oh my god!" Like, no, 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 no. Don't look at it as in this is like devastating. Your life yeah. is not over. You can still do everything you need to do. I'm so glad the way he handled that because I, I don't know you're, you're going to have to listen to some of my podcasts. But I had um, so I had Tyler Campbell, Dr. Falaka Taylor. I had a couple of them on. I really wanted to understand what it's like being a black person and how the care wasn't given, where they would they would say all these things like it's a it's a sexual disease, it's this, it's this. And oh, you're black, you don't get this. It's a white woman's disease. And um, and those things, I just really wanted to go deep into that. And it, it just really sickened me, broke my heart, um, the way that that it that it's treated. And so yeah. Did you feel that at all? Did you feel any of that? Oh, no. Okay. Um, I will tell it, anyone. He is amazing. Dr. I love Hayes, that. He's amazing. He's he's motivating. He throughout my dissertation uh, process and stages, like he made sure he's like, hey, like, you know, anything I, I wanted as far as what I was on, Tassabri, uh-huh. um, and then I was starting to, you know, have some issues with it, right. um, but that I didn't really per se see but he called of course before I would even really mm-hmm. notice it and so and I told him I, I, I want to be on the go more like I don't want to be tied yeah. down to going in once a month for an hour right. or whatever with this treatment like I sure. need something else and he listened he completely listened um he's he's he has great bedside manners like he does ask you about family he asks you about what you have going on yeah stayed on me about staying on like with my dissertation and graduating and that's awesome he's like if there's anything you need for me to help love to put his name at the bottom of the show notes for people that live near you because it it's so hard as you know right now to find a neurologist 
Yes, yes, it is. I didn't know how hard. I, I also, um, in the past six months or so, six to eight months, mm-hmm. I was doing some volunteer work with the MS Society um, by being a peer, uh, MS friend and peer. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so... Mm-hmm. And I, I was learning that then, like, it is hard. But I'm oh, like, gosh, yeah. You're having what issues? Like, my neurologist would never, like, he's amazing. Yeah, that's so good. I mean, I've advocated and done this forever. And it's been a tricky situation here in Michigan to find one. So I'm so grateful that you have. So after diagnosis, um, what what were some of the big changes they, they had? And I, and I know that we've got short amount of time so I'm not trying to blow up because we may have to do a second one with you so we oh can yeah we can do a part yeah too, <laughs> we will have to do this because I have so many things I want to know and so many questions yeah so after diagnosis um what I've noticed what I the change that I noticed uh, I was like this time of, you know how the bears hibernate <laughs> yes I would be in my hibernation too. It would be times to wear on an off day, I could sleep. And of course, that was when we had, um, you know, our, our 15 year old, but then she, of course she was way younger, but uh-huh. I could sleep and, you know, know that like my husband and my mom would just, you know, take care and make sure. And I could sleep for like six hours straight, sometimes wow. eight hours. And I was like, why am I sleeping like this? Why can I not oh. pull myself out of this and try to get myself up and moving? Um, and finally, it it got to a point to where I would start to have issues with like anxiety, mm-hmm. and and then talking to, of course, Doctor Legang again. And he's like, "You're pushing yourself too hard. You have so many so many irons in the fire." Right. Because I was trying to do a full time job, sure. uh, trying to also do a part time teaching at the university, and then doing mm-hmm. school, and then of course um our daughter and stuff so yeah well you are one driven woman so So but see I keep telling myself if I keep doing something and always have more than one or two projects going or anything I won't I won't have time enough to slow down to where my body will start to say hey like what's going on you know yeah yeah so it's kind of like no I I understand that I really do because I feel like I feel like the 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 ones that I train the clients that I train I see the worst of it is when they've given up and they, you know, what are you doing today? I, I don't know, just, just here. And I see that the ones that I see that have that are the ones that have declined the most, the ones that, and I always try to encourage them. What, what is your why? Yes. You know, yes. so that we don't forget, you know, there, and I, you know, we talked about this before we started to record. Sometimes we are so darn busy that yeah. my head's about to spin off. But, you know, then I know, you know, the next day I've got to cool it down a little bit. But I think that if you and I, which I kind of think we're a bit similar, if we didn't have that, we would probably go insane and probably drive our husbands out of their mind. (laughs) So I think probably our personalities is just to keep moving, keep busy, keep busy. And, and it's always worked. And even yeah. with, with Dr. Legang telling me, you need to stay active. You need to stay moving in order for this, you know, for you to be able to be more productive and move around yeah. as far as with not getting the stiffness, you know. Right. Um, so, and it is, it's worked. It's yeah. worked. Uh, and now, Kathy, I'm not even going to front on this. I've tried it one uh, a few times to where I would like try to minimize 
and sure. rest up and then that's when things would start happening uh-huh. I'll get more chronic pain my leg cramps and everything were amping up and and so I was like nope 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 I gotta stay <laughs> I gotta stay moving of course yeah it was like get out the bed you gotta stay moving my mom they're uh-huh. pushing. so now I'm on a good thing but yeah some people do they're not you know like us some people do feel like you know hey if my body says rest I need to rest not to say that we don't rest right but it's still to a point of making sure like it's within a, a nice time frame and then getting right. up and getting getting yourself active now how's your sleep at night so do you are because I'm not I don't nap and I know a lot and it's not because I don't think it's necessary I think a lot of MS our MS our other MSers do need to have that nap for me I've never been a napper I mean I remember my mom just saying go get in the room for 10 minutes and I'd be just like I just couldn't nap <laughs> I just like blah, blah, blah. I couldn't nap I was never a napper so I'm not a napper now I mean I will try but I'll end up like playing Wordle and just playing games on it and like I can't nap so how does that help you Hi, is your company, business, school, nonprofit organization, or maybe your support group looking for a speaker to talk about what it's like to have an autoimmune disease, or maybe just to motivate and help inspire? Well, my name is Kathy Chester, and I'm the owner and maker of MS Disrupted and the program, Damn It, Disrupt, Move, and Transform. I have been doing motivational speaking for years, and I'd be happy to come and help with any of your things and issues that you need, whether it's motivational speaking at a company or at a school. So please feel free to email me at msdisrupted at gmail.com, or you can check out the website msdisrupted.com, or feel free to DM me at msdisrupted. Can't wait to hear from you. Well, thank you so much for joining us today on Move It or Lose It podcast where you can, again, find us wherever you like your podcast, whether it's Apple, Spotify, Stitcher. Join us on that. And we can't wait to see you again. We're going to have a lot of exciting guests and working together. And as always, you'll hear us say at the end of every podcast, we are stronger together. So let's do it. Let's become stronger together. Have a great day. Hey.